Welcome to the Inspired Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Lauren Parrish. In this podcast, I want to invite you to think about ways you can help your horses right now. Let's think about some of the things we can do right now to help our horses live better lives and enjoy being with us. If you love your horse, my guess is that this topic is forefront in your mind nearly all the time, or at least I hope it would be. My system with Inspired Riding focuses on how to find little improvements in a step-by-step approach so you don't feel overwhelmed. That's a solid plan for life, too. So here we go. Here are some things to consider to help your horse right now. Slow down. Yes, it sounds simple, but what does it truly mean to slow down? It reminds us to become aware of where we are right now in the moment. Are you holding on to any unnecessary tension? Take a deep breath with me and let it go. Inhale and exhale. Good. Let's do just another. This time, breathe in some love and appreciation. And then exhale love and appreciation out into the world. Cool. So that's just one tiny way to slow down. How else can you slow down? Do you need to do less in your day? As my friend just reminded me this morning, we don't actually win medals every evening from jam-packing our days with to-do lists. (laughs) We can actually just feel satisfaction when we go to sleep by knowing that we just did our best. We were doing what we're absolutely capable of doing each day. And I'm sure if you're like me, a little bit extra too. So perhaps for the next few days, experiment with doing maybe one less thing. See how that feels. Perhaps that'll allow you to eliminate any rushed feelings. And truly, rushing around in life doesn't feel good, especially to your horse. They sometimes watch us buzzing around, and if they could, they'd just roll their eyes at us. Or if they're really sensitive, they might even spook. Horses crave that calm state and are continually inviting us to slow down and just be with them in that calm and relaxed feeling. Now for one more idea about slowing down. What if you physically move slower with your steps? Would that feel really strange? What if you noticed how much weight you're placing on each foot? Are you leaning one way or another? Are you tensing up your toes in your shoes? I know I do that sometimes. And especially when I was recovering from my leg surgery, I was on a walker for quite a while. Then I transferred to a cane. And then very slowly, without assistance, I was keenly aware of where I was placing my feet. Now that I'm fully recovered, I catch myself getting a little too quick in my movements. And then I stop and say to myself, hey, there's no rush. Be careful. Slow down and enjoy being able to move beautifully. It's so amazing when you're not able to do something for quite a while, how much more appreciative you are when you can get back to it. I am so grateful for that healing process, and I never take for granted simply getting out of bed and going to the next room without using a walker. Slowing down can really help you bring out so much more awareness, and that awareness will translate to better rides. 
The next thing you can do right now to help your horse is to trust your intuition. Like I mentioned in the first podcast, developing a clear yes, this is true feeling, and a no, this is false feeling, is a game changer. When you begin to ask your inner guidance for assistance, the possibilities are endless. So when you have an issue presenting itself with your riding or your horse's welfare in general, your default can now be, what does my inner guidance advise me to do? And from there, you might ask your inner guidance which expert or method to then seek out. There are so many ideas and opinions out there, which can not only feel overwhelming, but can also be detrimental to your well-being. I want you to remember that you have so much power within. You can create your beautiful vision with your horse. Trust that you can develop your intuition, just as you've learned how to ride your magnificent horse. And of course, know that it's an ongoing process, just like anything else. The more time you dedicate to practicing how to tune in and truly listen, the more you'll get out of it. Most of my decisions have been from checking in for my inner guidance first. Some decisions were pretty big, like deciding to move to a different state, or when I was deciding on having a hysterectomy or not, both of which, thank goodness, turned out to be the best decisions for me. The times when I either didn't check in with my intuition or ignored any specific messages were when I got into real trouble. I found that whenever I was either very tired or angry about something, it would not go well. And for me, it could mean real physical danger, like car accidents or falling off horses, some of which actually landed me in the hospital and were huge wake-up calls to always check in with how I'm feeling and to either slow down or not do something that day. With this in mind, one of the first things I tell my students in a lesson is to please tell me, number one, how they're feeling, and number two, if there's something they just don't want to do that I suggest. I want them to feel supported and to truly trust their intuition on something. I won't know how they're feeling internally, as many people are quite good about hiding their emotions. And that goes for complete beginners as well. We all know how much our bodies can handle, and it's incredibly important to honor that. Of course, it's also fun and rewarding to improve little by little. But being aware of how much to push past your comfort zone should ultimately be up to you and not someone else, even if it's a beloved instructor. So if for some reason you have a feeling inside that says to slow down or to go back to the basics, please honor that. And if you need to, have an open conversation during your lesson. If your instructor isn't willing to listen or make changes, it might be time to find a more understanding teacher. Speaking of teachers, can you guess what the next thing would be to help your horse right now? Yes, that's right. Listen to one of the best teachers of all, your own horse. And by listening, I mean really learning animal communication and begin having full-on conversations. You can go back and listen to the second podcast for tips on how to do this. For now, I want you to imagine the possibilities. If you don't already do this, think about going along your ride and asking your horse what he or she thinks about doing something specific, like trot, canter, trot transitions. 
Notice if they feel excited about moving their bodies in this way, and you get a green light. Or, if you get a clear no from them, you can inquire why. It might be that they're feeling tired in the moment, or resistant to this specific movement. You can then ask what they suggest to help them become a better dance partner for you. You can also ask them what they think you should do to improve your body movement so you can become a better dance partner for them. What other things can you think of? This is possible, and I do this with the horses I ride. And believe me, it's amazing when it all clicks in. And to be fair, I also need reminders to check in with them. That's why I created the Companion Journal for Inspired Riders. It prompts me to check in with how I'm feeling and what my horse would like to do before the session. And then I can write down what he suggests we do to improve our rides. Yesterday, my pony Pepper said, To be sure I don't run out of treats, but he's very proud of me for continuing to learn and improve my position for him. So there you go, three things to help your horse right now. And big surprise, it has to do with making changes for yourself. When in doubt, slow down, trust your intuition, and listen to your horse. Those are three keys to becoming an inspired rider. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please feel free to reach out with any questions or if you have ideas for another topic. You can find me on my website, inspiredriding.com. Remember to lead with kindness for both yourself and your horse. Thank you so much for listening. And may the horse be with you always.